Hello everybody and welcome to another exciting edition of the Tartan Tabletop Podcast, Scotland's sexiest Dungeons and Dragons actual play. <laughs> We're Ex- the sexiest? The, the results came in from GQ guys, we are the, <laughs> the sexiest Dungeons and Dragons podcast. How are we all? How are we all doing? Yeah, good. Wonderful. I've healed. Having fun. Feeling sexy apparently. Well, yeah. As always. Now, yeah. Yeah, um, I don't have a joke to start us this time. If anyone else has uh, any jokes or fun one-liners, please take take the reins. Um, pressure's on here because I didn't ask any of you to prep anything. I don't have a joke, but I have a funny funny incident that I forgot Ooh. to bring up before we started <laughs> More recording. More of an <laughs> Yeah, so I caught up with a friend recently and she said, Lauren, I saw that guy Josh you do a podcast with running down Sucky Hall Street in a suit. Oh my God, that was me. <laughs> What? I'm not gonna... <laughs> what was that? Yeah, she uh, said. I... What? That's she so said odd. you were red in the face with knees up to your chin. Yeah, I was. I was. Uh, I was. Did you, did you abandon a wedding or something? What's going on? Uh, here, Josh? I was. I I ran from the altar. No, I was late for a for a meeting. <laughs> well, wait, sorry. What kind of meetings do you go to? Yeah, wearing a suit? Listen, listen. There's no need. There's no need to ask these questions. <laughs> we'll talk about it. I, I'm imagining it as like a. It, Josh was like running for love. Like I want you to want me was playing in his head, and like <laughs> he was chasing down some love. He I'm only not. stops to like quickly chuck a fiver at a flower shop owner and like steal some yeah, roses. Yeah, <laughs> one of those. Uh, it's like a big bouquet, like heart shaped bouquet of roses. Yeah. But by the time I get there, I'm running so fast. There's only one rose left, and it's in my mouth. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> did she take you back at the end? Um, I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> oh, no, no, sad. A sad way to begin the episode. Um, it's jokes, by the way, for everyone at home. It's jokes. This was not a love thing. <laughs> Strictly business, <laughs> and particularly from the call. I I know that you're listening to this. This is a joke. It's all a jokey joke. Um, cool. Without further ado, um, we didn't really talk about anything. Um, before this, about what happened last time, if anyone would like to recap, actually, before we begin, um, we we um, we got away from Ron XD. <laughs> uh, we landed on a big uh, egg with gravity and a floating skeleton. Uh, I stole the spacesuit and the guy's bones. We flew to a like a medi- medieval, a uh, like Victorian era robotic uh, London Cockney planet uh, we met up with what's this what, what's the little boy's name again Josh Pippity Popperton Pippity Popperton we met up with Pippity Popperton who informed us of the wire chapel stripper that's correct yes and uh, we then found a victim of the wire wire chapel that's so hard to say that's so wire hard to say. chapel stripper uh, Ro had some very nice moments last episode, talking about her origins and stuff. And if there's anything else anyone else would like to add? There was one clue that we kind of had that uh, I think it was Braxton looking through his sniper scope spotted that the the person fleeing the scene of the crime had a little Anakin Skywalker arm. Was it an arm? Or was missing an arm? Is it missing a leg? The same leg as Pepperty no, Popperton? No, no, no. Oh, the Pippity Popperton stole the leg off the dead robot. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but no, the, the, the thing I saw through the sniper scope was a, it was a flash of gold. Yeah, that's right. Like it. a gold arm, was it not? Was it like a I gold? don't think it said arm, it was just something gold. Something gold. Yeah, you didn't get a good look uh, specifically what was gold, just something was uh, gold. 
when I was listening back to the last episode as well, I realized there was a bunch of stuff that happened uh, in the sort of egg planet we were on to do with that dead space suit guy that none of us like really i think we all we all started tired we're just like all right okay josh do some exhibition and we'll all doze off for a little bit so i'm probably gonna ask josh about that at some point as yeah. well yeah because he was free. he was from our world he was from like the yeah. known space mm-hmm. it's somehow he had like a space suit that belonged to like a corporation from where we were from mm-hmm. yeah feel free to ask me questions about the the world that I craft in my own free time that you ignore uh, when we are actually slated to talk about that. Sam, do you have a question there? One thing I thought it might be important to define was that obviously last time Sky gave Ro the computer chip that the captain of the Eclipse gave him yes, and Ro played it and they found out what was in it, all the sort of incriminating and information about uh, Petey's sister and that but I suppose we de- I don't know if we define clearly who kept the uh, the computer chip and whether or not Ro needs the computer chip anymore or if Ro just has that information um, in her body. I her would say storage. that Ro you would just have that information stored um, you know whoever has the chip itself with a sort of copy of that information is entirely down to the two of you uh, who would have kept that sort of thing i'll i'll have kept the hard copy then cool awesome um are we all good no more questions awesome then let's begin icy rain hammers down through the soot and smoke of robot london washing dark oil through the slick cracks and cobbles of wire chapel. You stand in a narrow alleyway bathed in the shadows of the rusted buildings on either side. Before you, a mechanical body oozing life around your feet. Yet another victim of the rampant killer known as the Stripper. No robot in this city enters standby mode soundly, and now you understand why. The echoes of metallic boots clang through the fog as multiple large blue shapes start to materialise before you. The shriek of a tin whistle rings through each of your ears as seven security bots, chassis painted bright blue and wearing black custodian helmets, surround you. Huge truncheons reared back and ready to strike at a moment's notice. What do you do? Uh, Braxton, you, you're a man of the law. Uh, deal with them. I, I firstly, I'll sling my rifle across my back. I don't want to look like a, I don't want to look like a threat. Yeah, we put my. Hey, it's all right. My hands are raised above my head. Uh, I am not in possession of any weapons. How come you're being arrested so easily by them and not me? Um, there's more of them than there are of you, and... Believe me, Petey, that's not helping your chances. All the robots sort of create a sort of uniform wall, like, boxing you in, um, and then you hear one set of stomping boots coming from behind them um, as they part, uh, and walking through a robot that looks honestly no different from the rest of them, other than that he has a thick moustache painted on to his chrome face, um, and a revolver in his hand, and he says... We're not laughing in character. In character, we're taking this very seriously. Hey, um, 
behind you, there is a corpse, uh, a pile of scrap. I don't know how you refer to uh, that being offensive. Hey, I didn't know. I didn't know. I apologize for my ignorance. Um, I'm new to this planet, so hopefully you can forgive me. Uh, As you can see, we have not done this. We have neither oil or uh, pieces of metal on our person. He cocks his revolver and he points at you and says, Two seconds to shut your mouth. I'm afraid to say, folks, you've been caught red-handed at the scene of a murder. What have you got to say for yourselves? It's not what it looks like. It's not what it looks like at all, correct. Uh, this is a big misunderstanding. We're actually here on a bounty to try and take down the Wire Chapel stripper. I saw him from the rooftop with my scope, running away. There was a flash of gold. Does that match any descriptions you've had of the man so far? A flash of gold, you say? And you see him sort of thinking a little bit. Um, roll me a persuasion check with advantage. Um, so it's 17 on the die. Whoa. And I think I have decent persuasion. Uh, yes, it's a dirty 20. He uncocks his revolver and looks around. He says, uh, you know what? Thought it. Far fetched. A bunch of air breathers being the stripper, and um, of course, one of our own helping them. Now, that would be despicable. <sighs> All right, boys, pack it up. And you see uh, the other robots start packing away the cops uh, and the little boxes. Um, he turns to you and he says, Regardless, folks, uh, you'll need to be taken to Botland Yard for questioning. Uh, <laughs> thank you. That took me all of three hours. Uh, was it not called something else last week? Yeah, it was called Robot Scotland Yard. It's called Robot Scotland Yard, <laughs> and I was like, Botland Yard sounds so much better. Um, yeah, we'll wreck on that. It was called Botland Yard all It was long, always called Botland Yard. It. it was always called Botland Yard. Um, he turns and goes, uh, once we get to Botland Yard, we'll see what's true and what's not. Boys, chuck him in paddy. Um, and you see a huge four-wheeled robot trundle round the corner with a door in his stomach. Um, presumably, he is paddy. What would you like to do? Wait, wait. What kind of what kind of place is this when you're putting innocent people in jail? This is robot London, and there's no place like it. I believe we're entitled to representation, even if we're just being questioned. Uh, I suggest that we set a date later in the week for us to come in for questioning so that we can acquire representation. Um, as you might know, I, as you might know, Braxton, I have a lot of experience dealing with the other side of the law. And I suggest that we to ensure that we are not incriminated in any way, that uh, we're not coerced into signing anything that we shouldn't, saying anything that we shouldn't. I suggest, Officer, what's your name, Officer? My name's Frederick 1.2. Freddy, Freddy 1.2, how you doing, how you doing? It's Frederick, not Freddy. Frederick 1.2, how you doing? Why 1.2? Yeah, where's 1.1? There's probably a horrible story behind that. Yeah, don't answer that then, don't answer that. Is that that offensive to ask as well? Uh, Roll an insight check. Me? Oh. Yeah. Oh. 20. 21. Natural, 20. I read this robot like a book. You read this robot like a book? You look at him, um... You know, robots generally, sorry to be offensive to you, Ro, um, they're sort of 
semi-emotionless, you know, they're made of cold metal and, and wires and you look at this guy's... Do not listen to him, Lauren. Do not listen to him. <laughs> My fists are balled up under the desk. <laughs> you look at this guy's um, cold, glassy eyes and for a second when you ask what happened to the previous Fredericks, you see a, a, a spark, a tingle of deep sadness uh, embedded somewhere in there. Um, never mind. That's fine. Um, but you know, like, we don't, is there really a need for us to go and like paddy? We can just come. Along. We're happy to help. We 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 want that reward money. If you know what I'm saying, we just come with you as friends and colleagues, and not as prisoners. Yeah, I can't do another night in the slammer. Have you all been to jail? Am I the only yes. one of us who's not been to jail? Hey, why don't we? Why don't we go to jail so that Sky can have his first night in jail and can see what it's like? Get a bit of experience, get a bit worldly. What do you say, kid? Am I gonna go to jail? Honestly, Sky, you'll love it. You'll love jail. It's fantastic. Wait, wait, but Petey, Petey, what are the facilities gonna be like in a robotic prison? They probably don't even have toilets or food. What I will say is there's gonna be a lot of one-inch cracks for me to slide out of, baby. A lot of one-inch cracks. <laughs> so <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so I suggest uh but back to the smut novel thing oh that we did last week. <laughs> One Inch Cracks by... What was your name again? Goldie. Goldie McLaughlin. Goldie McLaughlin. Oh my god, I'm crying. <laughs> Can you play Goldie McLaughlin in a future campaign? I'll, I'll introduce... How do you know Goldie McLaughlin's not a killer? Um, Gold. Secrets. Secrets. Oh. Secrets. Um, cool. Um, he cocks his revolver again. He's like... Listen, I know for all intents and purposes you're not killers, but you could be guilty of something else. So please. <laughs> what? Fucking insane. To be fair to this guy, we did steal a full laundry line worth of clothes in the last episode. Uh, listen, I, I'm a I'm a bounty hunter here. I am a I'm a man that upholds the law across the known galaxy. Do you have a, do you have a permit for that firearm? Not one from this planet specifically, but I do have one from multiple planets in the known, and I, I often uphold the law. But one thing I do not do is just arrest people at random, assuming they may or may not have committed crimes, and then figure out later whether they did or didn't. That, my friend, is a fascist state. Get in the van. <laughs> Shoot me. He cocks his revolver and points at your head. Whoa, Shoot me! Whoa, whoa, all right, okay, let's go. I've let's got just... bones, baby. Nothing can touch me. All right. You try and shoot my ears, you hit the scut. Yeah, baby. Come on, shoot me. Petey, I don't know if you're familiar with bones, but they do actually break on occasion. Bones break? Yes. Is that why after Ro shook my hands back in the eggplant, my hands are all crackly? That—that's why they're all crackly, son. Oh, okay, I understand. All right, don't don't shoot me. Um, put my hands up again. <laughs> We're good. He beckons again with his revolver to Paddy the robot's open chest cavity. I go inside, Paddy. You get inside there, it is literally just, there's a little like, metal bench and it's pitch black. Uh, does everyone follow him or are we still... Bagsy. And I'll grab a seat. So you jump in. Did he search us for weapons at all? No, he didn't search you at all. Row, are you coming? Hell yeah, this paddy guy kind of fly. 
All right, Paddy. Nice to meet you guys. As you claim into Paddy, please don't touch any of the walls. It feels horrible for me. Start <laughs> <laughs> stroking it gently. I don't like that you're doing that. <laughs> I would ask you kindly to stop. Put your fucking hands down, Petey. Jesus Christ, the man said dumb. Um, the door slams shut and you are completely plunged into darkness. Um, Paddy, uh, the robot obviously within which you're contained, trundles slowly over the uneven streets of the city, uh, bumping you from side to side within the windowless hold that you're in. Is there anything you'd like to discuss with each other as you sort of go through the streets um, for a, you know, an undisclosed amount of time? Can Paddy hear us? Because obviously we're in him. Uh, roll me an intelligence check. That's a 19 on the die. My intelligence is a plus... Oh, that's my phone in the way. It's 23. You're goo. You've had living things inside of you before. Um... He, you know, are you surmised that he can't hear what you're saying, but he can feel you talking. Okay. He can feel the vibrations of you talking inside of his chest and stomach. Uh, Ro, why don't you uh, open your mouth or play some music out of your speaker, and then that'll like mute the sound. Shuffle. Ariana Grande's one last time, please. <laughs> <laughs> this is the bad baby. Stop dancing with my bones again. All right, so um, what did we all see? We saw it, it, somebody stole the, the the robot lady's leg. Well, that I, I I'm fairly certain that was Pippity Popper, and I it's the same leg he was missing. He did consider he did frequently talk about wanting a leg. I it could have been the killer. It could have been Pippity Popperton. I don't think Pippity is the killer, though. I saw the killer run away fairly quickly, much faster than Pippity would have been able to with a new leg. And also, I saw a flash of gold, something Pippity definitely did not have. Errol turns down her music. I believe I have evidence that may stand up in court. The killer fled with humanoid feet. May I suggest, upon arrival at the station, I could play the sequence of events through my camera to the officers. Yeah, I, yeah mean, I mean, the only issue is uh, we all have humanoid... Well, not all of us, but me and Sky have humanoid feet. But you guys, so gotta, are, when you say humanoid feet, do you mean humanoid shoes? Or do you mean, like, toes? Yeah, what was it? Was that a footprint? It was, it was bare feet. Oh, we had shoes on. We so. had shoes on. Bare feet? <laughs> it must be Christmas. He's a bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shite bear. <laughs> Alex, Alex was going for toe fetish there. He was going... Posting toes on podcast? Posting toes in Wirechapel? Um, <laughs> you guys, uh, after about an hour of travelling in the dark, uh, Paddy grinds to a halt, and with a mechanical hum and a whir of gears, uh, the doors fling open. The pale moonlight spills in, momentarily blinding you, but as your eyes adjust and you take your first steps back out onto the cobblestone, you see it. Botland Yard, a huge structure made of carved metal, elegant designs and architecture, depictions of like strange mechanical lions and gargoyles, eh, royal standards from houses you obviously have never heard of, emblazoned upon the building's many outcroppings and balconies, all of which, of course, made from the twisting and 
uh, smelting and smouldering of expensive and well-kept metal. At the top of the building, the depiction of a huge robot sensor and eye, uh, a gargantuan in size. Whether that works and is actually monitoring things or not, uh, you don't know. Um, the inspector, Frederick, notices you looking uh, and says, It should be beautiful. The beating heart of justice in this crime-ridden city. Uh, is that, is that thing recording? Oh, you mean Big Brother? Uh, no, it's just symbolic. Good, because I did not consent to being recorded. Um, you know, like, I, I like my privacy. This all feels a bit... Yeah, you're right, uh, Braxton. It does feel a bit kind of, uh, strange, you know, like, we're just getting picked up off the street. Yeah, this will have to go through my agent. Yeah, I'm not liking this. Um, you guys are manhandled inside and led through the buildings, like uniform corridors, they're all lifeless chrome. Uh, the door's labelled only with like binary numbers. Um, as you're walking, anyone can roll me a perception check. 16. 16. Um, on a 16, you notice quite quickly that all the robots look like exactly the same, like as if they were made by the same being or machine or whatever. Um, the only thing that seems to distinguish them, you assume through rank, is facial hair. Um, the officers of higher rank have painted moustaches on themselves, uh, and it seems like the longer the moustache, the higher the rank. I immediately um, form a massive handlebar moustache <laughs> that is it's bigger than my head. The thing is, like, because you're all just goo, this is just a big gooey like moustache on your face. Yeah. I, I already have a pretty decent moustache, you know, to begin with. Do you think that'll earn me any respect? Perhaps. There's only one way to find out. Mm. Um, as you are marched through the building. Uh, you stop at a door that looks identical to all the other ones. It's labelled 01000010. Um, the, maybe write that down, perhaps. Uh, the door... I'm joking, you don't need... That'll never come up again. That I, oh. I won't even remember. But it'll be a different number every time I say that. Um, <laughs> the doors slide open and you're flung into what is a completely empty box room. Um, nowhere to sit, no windows, only a gas lamp on the far wall. Um, Inspector Frederick 1.2 stands in the doorway and says, <coughs> You'll remain here until we're ready to begin questioning. Don't go anywhere. Ha ha! Ha ha! Ha ha! Ha ha! And then the door shuts and he walks away. Um, you're in this little holding cell. What would you like to do? Do I have time? before the door shuts to uh, eject one of the bones out of my forearm and place it in the door to stop the door from fully closing behind us. Roll me a <laughs> slight of bones, a uh, slight of hand. It's a 21. Jesus fucking Christ, you like fucking James Bond, like thing your uh, finger, goo finger up as your finger bone flies out and just jams the door uh, without uh, the inspector noticing that you've you've left it open a crack. 
Uh, does anyone else see me do this? Um, if you don't want them to, they don't. I'll I'll tell them. Um, all right, we gotta we gotta way out of here. Do you think that's overly wise to try and escape? Listen, this doesn't feel like. Uh, obviously, I have my issues with the, uh, you know, the way that the lies are upheld back in the known. But this doesn't exactly feel, to me at least, like a very uh, fair system. We have been essentially persecuted because we're not like all these other robots. You know, it's not filling me with confidence, no. But my issue is more. We walk out that door and down that corridor. We're the only people that don't look like police bots. They're going to notice that. They're going to ask questions. They're going to rearrest us. If they don't and we do escape, then to get off this planet, we need to get some money. To do that, we need to catch the Wire Chapel stripper. We catch the Wire Chapel stripper. We take him into the authorities to get him arrested, to collect the bounty. And then they say, hey, weren't we going to arrest you guys as well? And then we say, well, we're innocent. Look, we caught the Wire Chapel stripper. Then they say, yeah, but you escaped from jail. That's also illegal. We're going to arrest you for that. I just don't see this going as uh, smoothly as it might on a planet like where you're from, where you have criminal connections who can bail you out of here. We're really stuck here, and I think we may have to play by the rules a little bit. I'll be honest, Braxton, I, I just I feel uncomfortable here. You know, I'm, I'm just a bit... I will take your lead on this. You're more of an expert on, you know, all this kind of stuff. I will take a backseat, but I, I just want to go out there and say I'm not very happy where I am right now. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna back away now. None of, none of us are happy here, but uh, yeah, it's just not. Uh, we got Ro with us, and uh, she might be able to carry some charm, faith. charm, yeah. Mister Police Bot. She can be very charming in her own way. In all ways, <laughs> guys, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, jail doesn't seem like it's all that bad. Everybody was making a big deal. This is like so easy. Yeah, we've not had any uh, checks. You know, usually. Um, as We've a plasmoid, been here for three minutes. Yeah, as a, as a plasmoid, <laughs> to uh, make sure I'm not smuggling in any contraband, usually they make me go out in full flat goo form. Uh, then maybe like five or six guys will like get the fingers and like massage <laughs> through me like they're making a dough. And that's not happened yet. I've still got all my clothes on. It's nice. There's you still know? time, baby. Oh. <laughs> They've never met a plasmoid before, Petey. Would you like me to tell them that's what normally happens? Because I can tell them. Please don't, please. I, I don't want to lose my bones. I feel like they'd be a wee bit scared if my skeleton falls out. Oh, they have never seen a skeleton before, I guess. So, yeah, I I, I, I feel manhandled. I don't like it. But, you know, you do the, you do the crime, you got to do the time, huh? You, as you're talking through the gap in the door, uh, you hear something uh, sort of muffled moaning. Um, as you sort of come closer to the door, um, Chad face muffled morning. Um, as you <laughs> as you get closer to the the door, uh, you can make it out a bit more clearer. That it sounds like someone in pain from the the sort of room opposite you. Um, you see that as a sort of uh, is it a robot voice? Yes, it's a robot voice. Uh, help me, Josh. What? What color were the flowers that you gave me that were on that planet? Are there any like dark flowers there? There's a purple. Nothing mustache colored. If I was to eat the flowers, would I be able to mix the colors to form the same color as the floor? 
and then snake my way through the gap in the door to the cell next door. I'm going to say, because it's cool, yes, um, nice. and that'll materialise with just giving you advantage on a stealth roll. Okay. Can I, just just to put, can I keep one flower? Just as like you can a keep keepsake? one flower. Okay. So a stealth check. So, uh, unlike uh, Liver King, this 20's natural, baby. Oh, shit. Uh, Nat 20, you hear the moaning and immediately know what to do. You devour these flowers. You guys see them sort of just, like, jamming them into his gooey body as they start to, like, hiss and melt and mix with his being and change the colour like a chameleon to chrome somehow uh, to match the chrome flaws um, as he, Petey, sneaks his way through the, the little gap in the door and out into the hallway you're before the the door the moaning was coming from uh, Petey um, what would you like to do? Petey's heard a lot of Cockney accents so he's gonna um, he's gonna sliver under the door enough mm-hmm. so that he'll be able to speak but not mm-hmm. so much that he'd see like a big like oozy worm kind of like slinking under the door Cool. And he's going to try and do his best Cockney accent. Um, and try and... Should I roll a performance check? And then based off of the performance check result, determines how good or bad the accent is? That's a wonderful idea, Niall. Please. What are your fucking dice made out of concrete? Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'm rolling them on a bit of tissue paper to dampen it. <laughs> that is a 19 on the die. I'm rolling really fucking well today. That's a pretty pretty high then, uh, performance. Plus 5 to performance, so 20, 24. That's, do, do your best Cockney accent. Right, uh, hey, how you doing? That's Petey. Alright, Governor. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> this is difficult switching from I'd, I'd like to hear it not as Niall's best Cockney accent but Petey's best Cockney accent right right I gotta do my warm ups okay right I'm warm I'm warm alright Cockney charmer Cockney Cockney charmer alright mate you got the end yeah Right, they went. Fuck, it's gone Australian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> George, give me a Courtney accent quick, so I can try and find one again. I'm, I'm the worst person to ask. <laughs> um, all right, I'm now. I'm cocking knees up to my cocking knees. Up my cocking knees. Oi, kid, you all right in there? Can you see in the door? Sorry, are you looking in? Um, I've made enough of me get through so I can make noise, but I don't know if I'd be able to like see. I'll, I'll say you can just about see in. Um, you see a sort of older, um, spindly, sort of broken robot um, wearing what looks like priest's vestments. Um, he hears you talk. He goes, uh, Inspector! Uh, Inspector, is that you? Yeah, that's me. It's all right. Don't you worry. I've, I, I'm going to get you out of here as soon as I can. What's happening to you is so unfair, and I, I understand why, you know, you're upset right now. But I promise, I promise, I'll help you out. Oh, you have to tell them, Inspector, that I, I'm not crazy. I promise, I'm not. Please, you have to get them to listen to me. I understand. I understand. What I need you to do for me, okay? You need to tell me everything you told them, and I promise. That I'm going to hear it, 
from the lens of someone that's not going to think you're crazy. It's not going to think that you've gone mad. Nothing. I promise I will be completely impartial. Just tell me everything you know. Uh, it's it's no coincidence. They think it's it's a coincidence. But t- two nights ago, a piece of the heavens themselves came crashing into our great river. Uh, and that evening, four were slain. And the next evening, four more. I saw it with my own lenses. This is punishment. Punishment from above for straying from Big Brother's gaze. You, I will say, two nights ago, I saw the very same thing. A, a blazing heap of metal falling from the sky. You were right. I, I do believe you. You're not crazy, my friend. You, you believe me? I believe you. Now, when you saw this hunk of metal, I was in my flat asleep, and it woke me up. I was too far away. Did you see it up close? Uh, I'm going to make a roll for him as I breathe heavily on character. <laughs> I'm afraid when, when the light came pouring through, I, I shielded my eyes as the teachings as the teachings tell us to. Yeah. You know, that's very good, that's very good. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. That was the test. That was testing your father. That was a test. I'm very happy that you did that. Bastard. Um, right. I believe you. Now, I don't know if you're the updated model yet, but do you have any recording uh, technologies in your eyes yet? I have a little bit. The quality isn't great. Um, he... Presses a couple of buttons at the side of his head, um, boop, 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 um, as a, a very grainy sort of rune, like that sort of found Bigfoot footage level of grain. Uh, so it plays its thing, and it just does look like a sort of heaping, flaming wreck falling from the sky, and then he turns away. Um, I'm going to make a roll here to see how much detail you can get. Um, you don't see much detail in that. It just looks like a flaming wreckage. And what I will say is, when he turns to show you, you see on his vestments um, an image of the same eye that's at the top of this building. All right, Father. I... Is there anything else you can give me? Any evidence? Have you seen anything else? Is there anything that you've seen at all? No matter how small, how crazy it might seem to you, I promise you it's not, my friend. I'm here to consider all possibilities, no matter how strange and bizarre that people like you might think them to be. Perhaps it's it's the Rat King's doing. The Rat King? What makes the you rat think king. it's the Rat King? He lives in the sores and steals our bread. Oh, yes, I've heard all about the Rat King. Have you seen this Rat King? What did he look like? Was he wearing any gold, only, perhaps? Only in nightmares the Rat King comes to me. And he tells me, he sings me sweet nothings. I'm in nightmares, okay. Right, what I'll do is, is I'll speak to the inspector and I'll see if I can get you out of here, okay? As you say that, you hear footsteps coming down the hallway. Uh, I'm going to slink back into the cell as fast as I can and go, See you, father! Wait, don't go! Uh, As you go back, um, you go back through. Uh, Does anyone want to... Talk to PT about anything that just happened. 
So basically, I, I comb it, you know, like every morning when I wake up. But I also put this special mustache on. Enough about your, face, oh, your mustache. Enough about the uh, mustache. Hey, I hey, I, I was learning, news. okay? My mustache is just beginning to sprout. I could really use some tips. Listen, kid, you're going to need at least a decade before you can call that a mustache, okay? <laughs> a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> not a, anyway, no, that's a tangent. I'll lecture you about mustaches later. Now, I really, everything that he said... You relay that across through the party. So what do you guys think? So that's not just a police thing, that big guy is like their god? Apparently so. Um, but what's... Two days ago, that's when the ship went down, right? I'm no mathematician, but I think so. Right, so... That's a pod. That's a pod from one of the ships. That's an escape pod. One of the... Sounds right. Somebody the from ship the ship himself... Do we think the Rat King, he was, you know, is that just, is that a real thing? Or do you think that's crazy old man being a crazy old man? Well, they, they're calling this crazy old man crazy because he saw something that actually happened. You know, like he's, he's, he's clearly, so maybe we should take the Rat King thing with a pinch of salt. Perhaps it's like a ratty robot that's like running about the streets. I don't know. But what I think. He said steals their bread. Is that right? Yeah, but like. That's what I was thinking. Why would a robot eat bread? Maybe some kind of, like, metal bread? Bro, like, I've never actually asked you this. If this is offensive, please, you know, correct my ignorance. But do you actually need to, like, eat? Do you get, like, a fuel source that's, like, in you? Like, what's the deal? It's more of a cheap meal situation. Okay, right. Because, like, I don't need to smoke cigars. It's more of a leisure thing. Yeah, yes, like, for the flavor, for the flavor. Okay, so... Yeah. Someone from the escape pod has landed here and immediately started killing robots. Josh, thinking yes. back to my time custodianing on the on the eclipse, is there anybody that might stick out as having visual gold being a um, part of them? Roll me a history check. Yes, please. That is... 23. Now, 23, uh, there was this one other janitor called Goldie McLaughlin, who's... (laughs) (laughs) Goldie was always trying to sell you on his fucking books he's writing. (laughs) He always had gold watches and shit on. No, you don't remember any any members of the staff or anything, particularly wearing anything, you know, golden. Um, Most of them are just, you know, they wouldn't be able to afford that sort of thing. Yeah, and no, nobody with like a a golden like body or like a golden like robot arm or something. No, not that you would know. Um, as you guys are talking, um, you hear obviously the footsteps coming down the hall, and they stop outside your door. But instead of going to yours, they go to the door of the priest, uh, and you hear through the crack in the door, Inspector, you've you've returned. Am I being freed? We spoke about... Uh, And you hear... I've had enough of this. Take him to the genius bar and make sure he's fully reconfigured. Uh, And you hear him getting dragged off, uh, kicking and screaming. No! But we have a deal! Let me help! Uh, As he's dragged off um, away. Um, A couple of seconds pass uh, and the door to your area swings open 
And it's Inspector Frederick, and he says, uh, Right, if you please follow me this way. And he beckons down the hall and starts walking. Is it the same direction that uh, they just dragged the robot priest? Uh, opposite direction. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Alright, uh, I'm going to jump back into my bones and my suit. Back on. That was horrible to watch. Hey, <laughs> what can I say? We're all a little bit different, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Name of the episode. Um, <laughs> cool. You guys set off. Are we all well going without a hassle, yeah? Yeah. 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 I cool. pick up cool. the bone that I stuck in the door on the way out. Cool, you pick that up and now you are a full set of bones once more. Um, you're led up a flight of stairs and into a room pretty much identical to the one you've just been in except slightly bigger uh, with an interrogation table in the middle uh, each of you have a little seat uh, sort of around it and he says, uh, please sit go on, sit and he starts pulling the chairs up we sit we sit. I, 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 I sit Oh, that, I anyway, yeah. Thanks, yeah. thanks for confirming. Um, the flurry, you know, that's the the pinnacle of D and D flavor is telling me exactly everything we're doing all the time. Um, <laughs> he says, uh, "Can I get you all any refreshments? Uh, some oil, perhaps? Do you have any like just liquid? Like that's not like oil or like a water? Water? Are you insane? Do you have any idea that would that what that would do to a robot to fuses?" Yes, I oh, know. Sorry, he, he's being ignorant. I'll take some oil, thank you. You're welcome. And he pulls you a little glass. If the, if the inspector leaves the room, does he leave the room to go get the oil? Uh, no, he opens up his chest cavity and pulls out one of those little like oil tin things that you would like. Thanks very much, Inspector. Um, throughout this conversation, I'm going to try and subtly refill my flask with oil. Cool. Um, oil is a commodity on this planet, you know? This yeah. is useful. Yeah, you can do that. Um, I, I would, I would say that no, that's not going to be an issue. He's sort of caught up with his own stuff. Um, would anyone else like some oil? No. Oil me up, baby. That's what I like to hear. Uh, he hands you a big, massive uh, cup of oil. You don't have any green tea in there, do you? I wish I'd killed you back in that alley. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you leave the kid alone. Okay, okay, okay. Just uh, we can't really take the oil so much. It's uh, it's not good for the digestive system. Like water isn't good for you. It's not good for us. You know, uh, Braxton. He's obviously a built different. Um, uh, I plan on using this for my gun, uh, but thanks anyway. Well, every day's a school day. Yeah. Uh, I, I, did, did you know that? Have you ever had humans on this planet or in this city before? I'm a human, by the way. Hello. Ah, uh, plasmoid. How you doing? You know, in my time, in my lifetime, no, I've never seen anyone from any other planet, but we know from the history books what you are and what you know most of you oh. are. Is this like a first meeting? Wow. So you guys, you got uh, legs and arms and faces, eyes and noses and ears. You got uh, most of the kind of humanoid features. So it stands to reason that uh, you either copied yourselves after some humans... I don't know what your lore is on that. Well, Big Brother, Big Brother creators. And so we worship him. Right, right. Pete's trying really hard right now not to shuffle the faith. And that's <laughs> that person that we that's the statue outside the Botland Yard. Yes, yes, on the top of Botland Yard, the all seeing eye of Big Brother. The all seeing eye. Um, he 
sits down and he says it. So, tell me exactly, you've told me what you are, but who are you? And don't mince words. We are a, a group of bounty hunters. We go around helping out planets in need, and uh, we happen to land here. Uh, the um, the vessel that we came on is in need of repairs. But when we landed, we were informed of the Wire Chapel stripper and told there was a hefty bounty for anyone who could take the feller down. So we decided to take that upon ourselves. In doing some research, we came across that dead body. And, um, well, that's when you came into the picture. We'd only just gotten to the scene of the crime before you turned up. Let's Let's backtrack a little bit. You said uh, planets, plural. Planets, yes, sir. planets in, in this system? Well, we've only been to one planet in this system. We're from the other side of the river. The other side? Yes, sir. The other side. There is no other side. Well, you're clearly wrong, because we're from the other side. Like... But, well, that's what, that's what we thought at first as well. You'll pardon my, my disbelief, gentlemen, but... No one has made it in or out of this planet's atmosphere or any of the planet's atmospheres around here for thousands of years, not since the, the Kraken appeared. You, you must have encountered the Kraken. Right. You uh, you don't believe that we're from somewhere else, right? Well, you have to be, but I, I just I don't understand how you can be. It goes against everything I've been taught and believe. Tell us more about the Kraken, because that that's weird. Uh, well, no one really knows what it is. One day it, it just appeared, um, not attacking planets themselves, but that which floats around them, uh, satellites included. The, the last time we had any contact from any other planet was in uh, my great-great-great-grandfather's age. And how long is the average life expectancy of a robot? Well, it depends how dangerously you live life. <laughs> Oh, that was a that was a hardest fuck answer, my friend. <laughs> my days are numbered. <laughs> this must have happened a long time ago for you, but on our side of the river, the kraken has only just broken through. This kraken you speak of, I believe it's the same thing that attacked the uh, the luxury vessel we were on the day that we got blasted through to the other side of the river. Mm. And perhaps reason stands that it is spreading. Perhaps that's the case. Have you accumulated any uh, knowledge, uh, samples, anything from this uh, massive kraken that you might be able to, uh, you know, I'll leave it. We could uh, compare notes, as it were. Uh, Ro, you had some interesting insights on uh, this uh, kraken. You, you know, like about how you never saw its head. It seemed to be everywhere all at once, etc., etc. You know. Maybe an exchange of knowledge here could be beneficial for both parties, huh? Not much is known and not much is reported back from the the boatman uh, at the edge of the world. Uh, The little we do know is that when a tentacle is cut, uh, many more replace it. Um, We've never seen its body either. It stands to reason that perhaps that is its weak spot. Um, the tentacles themselves seem sacrificable to the being. They seem uh, non-important. When we were uh, traveling through space, we saw many of these tentacles, but we realized we'd never seen the origin, and we thought perhaps they were coming through portals. Does that uh, match up with any of your research? 
It makes sense that uh, we, we have seen times that the tentacles have attacked at multiple different points on the planet uh, at the same time. Unless this creature is unfathomably large, then that would make sense. So this is all the knowledge that we seem to have about this creature. Now, as I was speaking about an exchange of information, I think we might have some information about the Wire Chapel Stripper. But as you said, you know, it's an exchange. We give information, you'll give information. But now you have no information to give us. We have information to give you. Stands to reason that if we were to share this information with you, we would need to be compensated in some way. How about this? Your compensation is your freedom. So you're saying that uh, us not giving you knowledge us is a crime? If it prohibits the course of justice, then yes. BD, you wanted out of here. How about you shut the fuck up? You said we'd have our freedom, right? I just want some money. I want to... <laughs> if it's money that you're after, I can... There is a bounty on the, the stripper's head if you were willing to help us catch the stripper. We are professional bounty hunters. We plan on collecting that bounty after we collect the stripper's head itself. Oh, shit, Braxton. He smiles at you and he's like, Now that is what I like to hear. Is the bounty dead or alive? Just before we take off his head. It's dead or dead. <laughs> dead or dead. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 I, I just, uh, I, you know, we're on a foreign planet. You guys use uh, the bitcoins here. <laughs> we don't... We don't the bitcoins? We don't have any bitcoins. Uh, we have uh, Ethereum back in uh, my home planet, but we don't, we don't use... Uh, the most 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 people accept bot coins as well. I could give you some as, as a little bit of spending money. That's the physical version of Bitcoin. It's bot coin. That would be insane because you know, like I, you know, we need sustenance. You know, we need. I might want to go shopping. I might want a new outfit. You know, so like, uh, uh. we'll get you a per diem. We'll uh, organize a per diem. Um, on to business. My men and I are spread thin, and frankly, we haven't got. The lightest of feet, um, and he kind of nods down to his big robot feet. Um, a killer like this is slippery. Might require skills that we just don't have here on the force. Uh, so, in talk of payment per diem, what exactly is this going to cost us for you to catch the stripper? The bounty, I believe, is 10,000. It's ten thousand, but we'd uh, we'd probably need four thousand startup. Four thousand to start. That can be arranged. I can do that. Would there, Would you like any? Would there be any option for like a bonus? Is there anything you would like us to do? You what you said dead or dead? Would you like us to uh, lightly beat him up before we kill him for more money? Is that an option? No, de- dead is fine. Dead is fine. <laughs> All right. I I'm just trying to be. You know, like I don't know. You know, clearly you guys... Petey here is new to the Bounty Hunter game. Yeah, He's an apprentice of mine. It's uh, not my kind of thing. Uh, you know? Don't worry, Petey. He'll suffer uh, the appropriate and legal amount, okay? But thanks very much. We'll collect that 4000 now. Not a problem, gentlemen. The city of Robot London already thanks you. And he sort of puts out a little call, you see, from the, the, the little wireless on his head. Uh, that goes through, just requesting the 4000 Um He then proceeds to pull a map out from his chest and lays it on the table and um, you see that it's a map of wire chapel um, and it says these here are the locations of each of the killings and he puts down little pins in the map 
Um, as you can tell, there are no discernible pattern location-wise. Um, other than that, they all take place within Whitechapel itself. Um, however, the pattern appears to be in the victims, all the same model of robot, uh, robust ones, uh, each missing a piece. Um, I don't know why he has a vendetta against this specific kind of robot, but... Which pieces are missing? Uh, it's different from each, so the victim that yourselves found was missing missing a leg, uh, there's been legs missing, heads, arms, processing units, um, never the same piece twice, though. Okay, sounds like he might be trying to build himself a robust. Can't blame the guy. <laughs> uh, Ro here is a, a, a more recent addition in the robust line. Hmm. And a fine specimen indeed. All right, let's uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You back up. Ah, I didn't mean it in a weird way. I meant it in a robot Whoa, way. Uh, no, that's creepy. <laughs> yeah, never, never refer to uh, something as a specimen. That's it's kind of fucked, man. Walk Kangs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um uh, uh, Sky's a bit of a smart Alec. He he kind of gives a little sort of uh, when uh, a little Frederick, what? Sorry, what? a little. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, what do you call that? Like, uh, <laughs> um, when he said that there was no pattern uh, in the locations of the killings, can Sky's Sky just gonna like have a proper browse and see if he can spot any patterns? Roll me an intelligence check or investigation, oh. sorry, investigation. Oh, even better. Because you're investigating. Oh, terrible. Nine. Um, nine, there, there doesn't seem to be any clear patterns. The only thing you can discern is they all happen in alleyways. So. I, I've PT has experience dealing with nasty people, so he's gonna take out the map, and uh, he's going to start. He's gonna get a piece of paper. Yeah. Hey, you got any? Uh, you got any string and a pencil? Uh, yes, that can be arranged. And he digs around inside his chest cavity again, and right, pulls I, it out for you. He got one on like a desk. Like a drawer. I feel bad taking stuff from inside of you. It feels weird. Oh, no, it's fine. Everyone does it. Petey, you're constantly pulling things out of your own body. Yeah, that's pulling things this out of my body. This should be the most body. normal to you. You literally have another human being's bones inside you. <laughs> uh, no, no, they are his bones, officer. They they're have my bones. They're other. my bones. I grew these bones myself. Um, Okay. Petey is going to get a pen, a pencil, and he's going to start drawing circles around all of the points to see if there's anywhere that they match to try and create a geological profile of the killer. Watch his criminal minds once. So as a, we're points I'm, a, I'm imagining the Pepe Silvia thing from Always Sunny. <laughs> Wait, where's this guy? Where's the serial killer? Huh? There's no serial killer. But um, moving around and is there any points where these meet? So like to try and establish like a home base where he might be like as Obviously, there's no, like, discernible pattern as to, like, the locations, as in, like, not routine, frequent, not frequently routine establishments, just random alleyways, but there must be, like, a central place where he is living. Or they are roll living, sorry. me an investigation check as well. And while you're doing that, the uh, inspector says, uh, it just lets you know, no, witnesses have came forward, uh, but the people of Wirechapel don't much trust the police, so maybe someone is hiding something. That's only a 14. 
only a 14. Uh, you don't find the sort of information that you're looking for. It doesn't seem like any where they, they match up overly. On a 14, what I will say is he never returns to the same place twice. Um, they're all different alleys for everything, so they're sort of running out of alleyways he can be in. Uh, he can murder in in Wirechapel anyway. How many are left? Let me roll. Two. Ooh. Two what? Two alleyways. We just need to wait for him to kill one more robot and then wait in the other alley. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> like, no. I'm not liking these one in two odds. How close is the other alleyway? Um, It's fairly close. They're like adjacent to each other, basically. Right, yeah. We can just watch both at the same time, you fucking cruel <laughs> bastard. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to guarantee results, baby. Uh, it might not be as important anymore, but I was going to ask him, um, a, a, a limb or body part has been stolen from every victim. What What's left? What hasn't been stolen from a victim? The parts that are missing are, we believe, uh, a motherboard, like a central processing unit, still hasn't been taken, um, and eyes. Hmm. Ro, uh, you might not like this suggestion. But I would really, in- if we could have you as bait once again. Not gonna lie, this is kind of whack. It's kind of whack, yes, but uh, I know for a fact that if even in one-on-one combat, you're taking this guy down, so I am worried about you one bit. I have a suggestion here. We set Ro up as, uh, like, a lady of the night. You know, we, uh... We get an outfit that matches her eyes, make her eyes look really good. And then we sit her at the end of the alley, her back to a wall. So there's only one way in, one way out. I then oozify, baby. I go full <laughs> flat, full flat on the floor. Then when this, this guy comes up in his bare feet, he'll walk on me. So then I'll go... <laughs> And I'll just eat him, baby. Bro, how do you feel about this plan? We could do a different one if it's... Yeah, you know, you'll, you'll have a you'll have Braxton, you know, like an overwatch, I guess. You could be there with your sniper. I'll be up on the roof. I'll be up on the roof. Sky, you could do some buffing. I'll, I'll be on the roof, too. Yeah, you'll be on the roof, too, baby. I suppose it's all we got. If you think of something better, you let us know. I don't want to put you in a situation you don't want to be yeah, in. Yeah, of course, you know. That's at first. <laughs> Cool. Um, so uh, as you're kind of talking, a little robot comes in and just like sits uh, your per diems on the table. It's a couple of little bags full of uh, little bot coins, um, already sort of segmented. It was four thousand when it, so you get a thousand each. Um, is that split across? Um, he, the inspector Frederick Toxton says, "I'll help as much as I can, but I would appreciate if we kept the amount of people involved at a minimum for all we know." Uh, the killer could be within the police department itself. Uh, big brother forbid. Now, uh, the killer doesn't strike till 1am, as we know. So you have the whole day to prepare. Uh, feel free to rest here as long as you like. Uh, I'll meet you in, is it this alleyway? And he points at the map, sort of the alleyway you were talking about. Um, tomorrow evening, um, may robot god help us all. And he gets up and walks out of the room. What would you like to do? Well, I guess we better go uh, prepare ourselves. I'm going to have a look at the map and see where the sort of shopping district 
would be if there's a big like shopping street i mean there's a there's lots of shops shops and stuff just like outside of here and um, there's also as from what you see on the map like a, just a tram system that seems to go around everywhere quite easily oh let's take the tram that sounds fun you guys can take yeah. the tram the scenic route cool uh you guys exit that little room and start to make your way out uh, you push open the cold metal doors of Botland yard and greet a bright new morning on the immortal streets of robot london your bleary eyes squint, reacquainting themselves with, inverted commas, sunlight. Um, everything on this planet is synthetic, uh, and the heaven's glory is no exception, as you heard from a young lieutenant in the wee hours of the morning, uh, the boatmen, uh, the sort of robots that uh, drag the planet's rotation around. Uh, when it's the daylight hours, each light a torch, a single brazier, and point it back down to the waking world below. The light pierces through the blanket of smog lurking among the chimney tops and higher above, pouring down in columns and beams at varying angles, peppering the bustling street before you with both light and shade. For a moment, you might think this to be a place of divine beauty, and then you remember the task that awaits you when the boatmen call for darkness once more. You walk the streets before you and watch as they erupt with life. You see carriages drawn by mechanical horses, uh, aristocratic women with huge metal hats and even huger cabooses, uh, young urchin pickpockets being chased by a local steelmason. Uh, this feels like a place you could acquire most anything you put your mind to. Um, so what would you like to go shopping for? I, I don't know. We're in a robot world. What kind of robot tech stuff have they got? Anything you could imagine. Robot tech stuff is definitely on the list. And also, I'd like to see if they have like a, a shop of like curios or whatever. Yeah. Like stuff that aliens have left behind. Or, you know, that sort of like stuff that we could actually fucking use, you know, because we're not robots, most of us. I think as well, maybe like... A net? I have a net. Who's a net? Oh, ah. yeah. <laughs> we regret to inform Sam has been cut from the podcast there. <laughs> anyway, um, you guys make your way to the tram um, and take it to a sort of nicer area of the city. The conductor announces the stop as Piccadilly Circuits. Um, the <laughs> as you saunter around... Um, Braxton specifically, what are you thinking about? Um, this is my first bounty um, since PT. So I guess I'm trying to get in the mind of a killer. I'm trying to sort of, you know, think about that kind of thing. What, Where would he be? Or actually, where would he or she or they be? Mm-hmm. Um, what would they be doing right now? Um, and also, I'm really shocked that, like, no one has seen this person before considering they're humanoid and that's like incredibly rare here um and no one spotted them I would also like to I'd like to double down on like we, we spoke about like that maybe no one that worked on the ship wore gold there's clearly someone from the ship so um did any of you remember anybody on that uh, party at the end of the universe wearing any gold or anything OMG <laughs> Um, what's his name? The the boogie elf. What yeah. no boogie um, gnome? Hip thrust. 
Hip thrust did kind of hit you. <laughs> Guys, you are not going to believe this. And she like plays like a projection of the, the dance-off. You play a projection of the dance-off and you see specifically the end of it where Hip thrust leaves embarrassed. Um, a scowl on his face and a hatred towards you, robust, um, as he whips his coat around covering his little gold spandex shorts. As if. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, Josh, is this the, the person I saw last night? Did they run like hip thrust? Um, they might do. Rose gonna play back the events of last night and like sort of put the two next to each other. It seems very likely that this could be Hip Thrust the killer. <laughs> Rose filled with new confidence. I'm assuming then, if it is uh, this Hip Thrust, that it's shoot on sight then? I didn't like the little bastard, so yeah, shoot on sight. Shoot on sight, that's speaking my language now, baby. I mean, I suppose he's a killer, but shouldn't we like... Oh, they did say they want him dead. Contract said dead or dead. I took this bitch down once, I'ma do it again. That's right, bro. You guys are real chill about murder. Hey, you know, like, <laughs> you know, hey, kid, do you eat meat? Uh, on my planet, we we don't need meat. Oh shit! I was gonna go down a whole like, oh, uh, you you commit murder every day, you kill animals, but no, you don't. You you uh, you you're a chill guy. I like that. No, I take back that statement. Uh, to be fair, a lot of people on my planet eat meat. They, uh, just we, we didn't we don't need it, but they do it for like fun and pleasure. Oh okay, well, that, you know, like, yeah, like. Murder is a very common thing every day. You know, it happens. I'd like to point out as well, uh, Sky, Hip Thrust is out here trying to kill Rogue. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I'm killing him no matter what. I, <laughs> whether whether the contract was alive or dead, he's he's getting dead. Wait, why do we why do we think he's trying to kill Rogue? He's, he's killed a bunch of random robots and we've just shown he's up. He's killing a bunch of random robots that are the same model as Rogue. Yeah, he's using ah. these robots as a uh, surrogate. You know, like, he's like... I can't kill Ro because I'm here, but I can kill all these things that look like Ro so that he can try and make himself feel better for the Maybe he's stealing he all the parts to make his own Ro so that he can make it alive and then he can kill that. Or he can use it to win a dance-off, I don't know. They both have viable options. You probably do one and then the other. Yeah, he's going to make an undefeatable dance bot that's the best dance bot ever. And he wants my eyes, Sky. <laughs> he wants my <laughs> eyes. <laughs> um, you walk around talking about this. This is a really fancy area. Um, you guys already stand out. Um, Roll for good reasons because you're just like a, a better model of all of these robots. But for the rest of you, it's mostly well for Braxton and Sky. It's because you have skin, and for Petey, it's because you're a horrible goo monster with um, a massive <laughs> mustache. They're sort of turning their noses up at you as you walk past. Um, you go through some of the shops, you look in the windows and see all these sort of well-to-do outfits and maybe some of you have a moment where you think, wow, perhaps, you know, in another life this could have been something for me. Um, but then you reach a quaint storefront. The name on the hand-painted sign reading John's Hats for Headwearing. Braxton, you look in the window and you see these beautiful hats like each of them have their own sort of personality um, and you think wow man maybe there could be something in here for me would you like to go inside 
I think, yeah, like this is a Victorian society, so men wear hats. Yeah. So I'm a man, I'm gonna go grab myself a hat. Which hat speaks to me the loudest? Which one tells the most vivid story? You don't see any in the window, but as you walk in um, and see the places like, you know, hats from fucking floor to ceiling, like on racks, on the floor, piled everywhere, um, you see a thin robot wearing an old bowler hat with a, a sort of synthetic white beard and a, a little twinkle in his eye um, sitting behind a, a, a counter. He flicks a toothpick from his mouth and greets you and he says, uh, Howdy, pilgrim. How can old John <laughs> help you today? Howdy, John. Uh, name's Braxton. I'm in, the, I'm in the market for a hat. I've just come into a nice little amount of bot coin and boy, it's burning a hole in my pocket. Ah, uh, looking for a hat, you say. Uh, you're in the right place, partner. We got top hats, blowers, snapbacks, gator print, heck, even hats made of aluminium foil. But, uh, <laughs> something tells me you're looking for something different. I want to stand out, sir. I want to... And, you know, I want something that's going to keep the sun out of my eyes, too. The, uh, that artificial sun you got up there is mighty bright. <laughs> Well, perhaps it's best you look around. Sometimes these old hats have a funny way of choosing you. I am 1,000% looking for a cowboy hat. Roll me a perception check. Sick. Roll for hats. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, 25. You walk around and sort of like that scene in Gladiator where he's like running his hands through the, the wheat field or whatever. You're like running your hand across the hats and you're, you've got your eyes closed and you're like smelling the fucking leather and shit. Um, <laughs> you open them though and you don't see anything that tickles your fancy. Um, and a slight sort of disappointment crosses you. You close your eyes again and then you feel it. Something land on your head. A hat perfectly fitting. You open your eyes, you feel the hat, and you turn to see old John sneaking up behind you, placing the hat on your head quietly. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, John. <laughs> he stares you dead in the eye and he says, that'll be 50 bot coin, partner. Uh, can I look in the mirror? You turn around and look in the mirror and you see a hat on your head that's made of elegant dark black leather, slightly warm but with character rather than with mistreatment it has a shimmering chrome feather sort of tied round the body of it, not you know huge, a little tiny one that you would see in a cowboy hat uh, from a robot eagle John this is one of the finest pieces of apparel I've ever seen in my life here's 60 baht going for you sir you're a kind man and a handsome one, too, with that hat on. I'm sure your your little lady back home will appreciate the new look. No little lady back home, John. Uh, well, not anymore. Well, uh... Time for you to mosey on out of here. Absolutely. Thanks very much, sir. Uh, leave the shop. And you turn back around and the shop is never there. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Just smoke. Um, you leave the shop. Uh, the rest of you, while well, you're sort of moving around, Braxton, you meet back up with them. Like the hat? <laughs> ah, that looks great. Thanks. Be meaning to ask you what that kind of hat is. Why is it shaped like that? Uh, it keeps the sun out of your eyes. Uh, helps you uh, 
spy on criminals more in bright sunlight. And you know, this is a uh, this is a pretty sunny little planet we're on here, so I thought it'd be useful. Good, good. I need a spying on criminals hat. That's what I need. Um, you guys sort of stumble upon as you're walking, moseying around a, a little magic curio shop. Um, it's a sort of small, uh, autonome-run uh, magic shop. Uh, the little guy at the front's called Magic Mike. Um, the place is... <laughs> he's fucking jacked. Uh, the place is full of sort of knickknacks and, like, cool glowing rocks. Um, this is going to be quite meta if we're going to go into the shop. Um, it's a fixed fee where you're going to pay 100 bot coin each. And what's going to happen is, guys, if anyone wants a magic item... I'm going to draw a magic item card at random. I'm not going to show you what it is, um, but you can either choose to put it back and draw one more, but then you have to take that one, or you can take the first one without seeing it. You get one swap, but you don't get to see what it is until you claim the card. Sounds whimsical. I would like to do that. So whimsical. It's like a game show within a podcast. Is the, Wait, what's the purpose of swapping if we can't see yeah, it Yeah, anyway? if we didn't know what the first one was... I don't know. Well, fine, you can't swap. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it sounded better in my head. Um, who wants to go first? Yeah, sure. Niall. I'm going to get one. I keep drawing ones that you're never going to be able to use, so I, that's why I'm drawing multiple. Um, because I'm a fair DM, and it would be super uh, rude of me to give you one that you couldn't use. Um, you get the alchemy jug. Um, I'm sure you've had that before. It's a, a big ceramic jug that contains loads of different types of liquid, including, but not limited to, mayonnaise. Um, <laughs> yes! So you can Google that and you can add that to your inventory. Who wants to go next, Alex or Lauren? Me. Ro? Ro would like to go next. Okay. Can Petey fit himself into the alchemy jug? Oh, I'm going to say, because that's cool, yes. I am a liquid. Te- am I? Non Newtonian fluid. You're like custard. You're a human fucking custard ball. Um, okay. You get ro- the robe, or in your case, uh, we'll call it like a shawl, like something nice, like a little, a little like little vest of sorts. Uh, but it's the robe of useful items. Um, it's got like multiple pockets and shapes and, and different patches where you can reach in and, and grab. Um, a list of sort of different items so you can google that that takes the form of any sort of jacket or anything you would like it to look like but that's what it looks like uh, and last but not least we've got the wonderful Alex Alex I've drawn this at random and I'll tell you that first and foremost um, but it's your favourite item that I always give you the immovable rod <laughs> I love the immovable rod <laughs> um, for those at home that don't know uh, it's a big rod when you press the button on it it's immovable uh, no matter where it is, whether it's floating or anything, you just can't move it. Uh, you get the scroll of protection then, Sam. Ooh, okay. Sounds cool. You can Google that. We're going to power ahead now because we've spent far too long in this section. Um, <laughs> but we all got cool magic items. Say thank you, Josh. Thank, thank you, Josh. Josh. Thank you, Josh. Before we move on, could I quickly just find somewhere to maybe buy some dyes? Like, 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 as in, like, clothing dye. I mean, clothing dye may, may be harmful to me, but it would still dye me. Yeah, you can find, you find quite quickly some, like, clothing dye. Um, 20 bot coin all in. Sweet. For, like, a rainbow of colours. Perfect. Um, 
Cool. Um, you guys are walking. You've still got like hours to kill. Um, is there anything specifically you'd like to do? Try to find some food. Yeah, you guys can find some food. You walk around down the town. Um, you walk around in the town, um, and you find a quaint little um, eatery called Motherboard Hubbards. Um, it's a fusing chip shop, sort of traditional fusing chips. Um, you go in, you order like a fused supper, um, and it's just it literally as it fuses and then like computer chips with oil all over them, like gravy, that you get. And it's one bot coin each. Can we find any people food? Um, you find uh, a little bread baker. Yeah. Have some bread. I buy, I buy a couple of loaves. Of, I like to buy some extra loaves for uh, for Meadow. I mean, I'm assuming if if she's like a pterodactyl, oh, yeah, Meadow. Then like she would need meat. No, give her the robot food. Uh, oh, well, she's half robotic. Give her the oil gravy. <laughs> so fish and chips. Uh, no, sorry, fuse and chips and a side of bread. I'll get that. Where is Meadow right now? Did you just guys just leave her in the I alley? Don't remember yeah, what we did with her. we kind of just left her and then wandered off. I'm assuming that like she's just flying around. Here's what I will say: every now and then, you sort of see her flying overhead. Uh, can I uh, can I call her down and beckon her, beckon her with some bread? Yeah, how do you call her down? Meadow. Meadow. So beautiful. Come here, baby. She comes down and lands beside you. I'm going to feed her the bread. Hopefully she'll like this. Like She didn't like the flowers last time, so hopefully she'll enjoy this. You roll me a animal handling. Come on. <laughs> Please don't make me kill this one. Fingers crossed. And toes. That's a 15. Fifteen, you've seen it. She seems more welcome to eating it this time. Um, yeah, it seems all right. Um, she sort of likes it. It doesn't seem like she's like mad enjoying it, but she seems like yeah, it's, it's doing the job. It's, it's feeding her, um, and she sort of nuzzles against you a little bit um, after it. Um, a new sort of bond developing between you more than it already was. Yeah, he was a good guy. You, you, you want me to scratch your chin? Yeah, 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 scratch, chin scratch. Oh, big scratch, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Hey, uh. Cool, cool, cool. No, go on, go on. No, it's, I was. But uh, cool was cutting you the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> let it, let it end, let it end. Cool. Um, is there anything else you guys would like to do before we sort of time jump ahead here? I'm just going to practice my moves. You practice your moves. You guys sort of get in the mindset Could now. Could use metal in some way for this, do you think? Could do. The alleyway is quite tight, so it'd be hard to get down in there. Yeah. Other than just sitting her on the roof, there'd be no real way to yeah, use her. I think her. it's better to keep her away, though, because she'll draw attention to us. Um... Cool, I'm going to say you spend the rest of the day sort of just chilling, uh, preparing yourself sort of mentally and physically um, as it approaches nightfall. A cold breeze whistles through the many lanes and alleys of Whitechapel as the chimes of midnight echo between locked doors and bolted windows. Darkness coats you all 
as you reach your meeting point. It is 12.15 currently and you still have 45 minutes to prepare. What sort of positioning are you going to take? Who's going where and what's happening here? Me and Sam both mentioned wanting to be on the roof. Yes, guys, just going to like, kind of like hug Braxton's arse on this one a wee bit. Be like, I want to see what it's like being up on the up on the roof, overwatching. Alright, I'll teach you how to do this. Good. You got any guns on you? Uh, no. I'll I'll give him my handgun, just as I. Ooh. There you go, kid. I I won't need this. I'll be uh, like a I'll be like a rug. You'll take my gun, just in case. You know, you know how safety works. Wait, are, are you have you got anything else? Like I don't want to take your only weapon in case. This... I have two handguns and two daggers. So I still got a spare gun, but it's not going to matter anyway. I'm not going to be able to hold any items while I'm in my, my goo form. Fair enough. Well, I've got a gun now. All right, kid. While we're up there, well, the important thing is you want to be able to see everything. We're the eyes of the operation. Bro and Petey have to know that this guy's coming before they see him. We They have to know because we're telling them. So we're going to say through our earpieces the second we think we see him on his way, all right? We've got to keep an eye out. We've got to keep focused. Okay. Focus. I got this. That's the one. Uh, where is, as have we run into the inspector yet? They said he was going to... You have not. He has not arrived yet. And as the time sort of passes and you're all getting into place, uh, now you're getting into a sort of rug halfway up the alley, aren't you? Like a, a goo trap. Probably right in front of Ro. Cool. That's how, I was going to ask, that's how close you're going to get, cool. Um, and Ro, you're sort of just positioning yourself there, sort of like as a, a, a woman of the night, a robot of the night, so to speak. If that's correct. <laughs> Correct. Cool. Um, you haven't seen the inspector. It gets to just before 1am and there's still no sign of him. While we're up on the roof and waiting, Sky's just going to like sort of like try and like keep an eye on Braxton as well. And it's like obviously Braxton's quite stoic, not giving much away. And just maybe ask him like, hey, are, are, you, are you okay with, with this as well? Like you were quite quick to suggest that, you know, Rogue go down and bait. Have you guys done that kind of stuff before with like Rose the bait and you're kind of watching Rose is by far the toughest person in this little unit uh, Rose will be fine I mean yeah I'm not worried about Rose at all alright I just want to make sure she's happy you know alright grand well I'm glad uh, what it, w- w- I know I asked this earlier but you know we've got a little time and you know, we're waiting on this bad guy coming up to kill her or whatever uh, what, like how did you guys how did you guys meet <clears throat> well uh, I was on a on a job, on a bounty, to kill some pretty bad men that Roe was actually working for at the time. And Roe gave me the information to get in there and arrest these men. And, uh, you know, while we were talking and, you know, getting to know each other a little bit during all that, told me about some of the things that happened and how much he didn't want to be working for these fellas here. And, well, it, it pulled on something in my heartstrings. And I was in need of a new partner ever since my wife, uh, well, she was my former partner, and now she's no longer with us. And I was in need of a new partner, and I thought, hey, why don't I take on Rose? She's a pretty tough robot. And uh, to convince her, I tore up the bounty in front of her and said, I'm not going to arrest these guys. Instead, I'm going to capture them, and I'm going to let you kill them. She agreed, and we've been partners ever since. That was about six, seven years ago now, and... It's working out well. Did did she kill the guys that you did you capture the guys? Did she kill them? Brutally. But uh 
from what I heard, they had it coming, and there was no one out there who deserved to kill them more than she did. Well, I hope we catch this mad hips dancing boy who seems to have it in for her. <laughs> so do I, because uh, I, just, I simply would not allow anyone to, uh, to harm her. And I know she wouldn't allow anybody to harm me neither. Does it seem like Braxton t- d- 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 could Sky? I don't know who I suppose I should ask this, but does Sky get a sense that this has been quite genuine from Braxton? This all seems like fairly above board. Oh yeah, like I, I, I would say yeah, like Braxton very much loves Ro. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Nice. Beep, beep, beep. The clock strikes one a.m. Um, I did three beeps, but it should have been one. Um, <laughs> But you get the gist. Uh, the streets are still as the last pedestrian hurries past trying to make it home lest they fall victim to the stripper. You wait and wait and wait and nothing. No stripper, no inspector. And then from the darkness, further down the alley, the whir of an electric drill. A shadowy figure obscured by fog ambles closer and closer to you as silhouette, boxy and topped with a strangely large top hat. The figure pauses and then spots you, Row, seemingly, and immediately makes a beeline towards you, picking up the pace, rushing forward. You don't get a look at his face, but as he gets closer, you see the items grasped in his hand a huge electric gel and in the other hand a chainsaw that springs to life with a bone chilling roar he then squelch steps onto you Petey what would you like to do? Um, does he when he's running does he step onto you and does he let him keep going? Um, he slows down a little bit, um, but he keeps going. I'd like to grab the foot that's on top of me, and then, as hard as I can, pull back so that he falls flat in his face. Hopefully. Roll me a strength check. See, when you gave me the bones, when you gave me the bones, you gave me a plus one to strength, but they have them So... Yeah, you don't have that plus one. This is a this is a four. You, you need to beat an eleven. An eleven. Um, it's in favour of the these kind of rules are in favour of the player. Um, so I will say I say you struggle with this guy and there's like a bit of fight and you eventually manage to like throw him to the ground. What would everyone else like to do? As the assailant is falling to the ground here. Falling at my feet, basically. Yeah, he falls towards you at your feet, face down. Stab him, bro, stab him! Yeah, I'm just going to stomp his head. <laughs> roll me an attack roll. Um, in fact, I'm, going to, I'm not going to make you roll to hit because the idea of you missing this is insane. It's a, a lying down guy. Roll me damage. 14. You put one boot cracking down on the assailant's head. As sparks fly, your foot goes all the way through, and the unit powers down. Uh, what's happening down there, Ro? What, what's going on? This isn't who we thought it was. Who is it? Some kind of robotic 
person. You flip the body over and from what's left of the head and the body you see the blue of a police uniform and the remaining moustache of Inspector Frederick 1.2. Right. Fuck. Okay. Okay. Right, right, right. Braxton. Braxton, get down here. We need to make this disappear. We need to make this disappear. We just killed the... the uh, uh, we just killed a cop. Anyone can roll me a perception a, a perception insight or investigation, depending on what you would prefer. And he ran at me. I got an 11. I got a natural 20 there. 25 investigation. 25 investigation. No, uh, 16. Kill. Uh, roll, you look down at where your foot is and you can see sort of the remainder of his head. You only like, stamped out the top of his head. His mouth is still intact and you can see that it has been welded shut. Um, someone or something has welded his mouth shut. Um, Sky, you look at the, the weapons themselves, and as you sort of dig around his body, you see that they have been wired to his hands, like they have been uh, forcibly attached to him so that he couldn't be removed. Um, and the other two of you, you have a look around. Um, you see that there's something in his chest cavity there's like something poking out of it like a scrap of paper or something poking out of his closed chest cavity I'm gonna take it out and open it you pull a little hatch open of the dead inspector's chest it creaks and you see before you an old newspaper clipping Royal Albot Hall closed for refurbishment then underneath that you see scrawled in stagnant gross motor oil a show so good you'll drop dead see you tomorrow night and that's where we're going to finish today's session that was was dark Josh that was dark Uh, and with that everybody we've been Top Tabletop you've been fantastic we'll see you later on (laughs) 